Hi, I'm Margie Haber, and welcome to my podcast, Slice of Life. Here you have an opportunity to be a fly on the wall in my studio, and you'll be able to listen to my students share their journeys as they discover their personal power. I'm also looking forward to interviewing many industry guests who will impart their wisdom. So let's jump in and live the life. Oh, Melanie, it's so good to see you. Melanie Gray, my favorite. I can't say that because I get in so much trouble, but certainly one of my favorite <laughs> of all times. Truly, you are, Melanie Gray. You're my favorite. I know I'm your favorite coach, but I'm, I, I love... I love my you. coach. <laughs> <laughs> Just love you for so many reasons. And one of the reasons I love you is because you have this, well, in case you don't know who Melanie Gray is, let's just go back and say that she's one of the finest theater actors and phenomenal film and television, et cetera, whatever. Can you give me just a little background about, can you let us know a little background? Um, so background is kind of more classically trained theater acting, yeah. which is what we do in England. Um, and so coming into sort of TV and screen, especially when you get a script, um, or a slice to work on <laughs> an audition, um, cause you won't necessarily get the whole script. And we obviously all have this whole background of working with a play and you get to read the whole play and you get to kind of create from sort of a lot more information often within the play than you get when you sometimes have, um, more films on TV scripts. So working with you is amazing because my comfort zone probably is theatre in the sense that you also just get that time to rehearse together. So before you go and show it to anyone, you've worked on it and you've explored all sorts of things. And, and when you go in for an audition for TV and film, you don't have that time. And when you get the job, you still usually don't have a lot of time for rehearsal. So you've got to do that work by yourself. And often you're going into something completely unknown. And OK, you might make choices that you then have to change because the set is different and you'd sort of envisioned it one way. And it's but that's I mean, that's about being flexible and falling forward but it's about sort of creating the details so that the character's alive rather than just somebody walking on and doing the, you know, which, which you get through a rehearsal period on a play and you so often don't get for film and TV. Which you love, obviously, you love plays, but you also, um, one of the things I love about you is you take your discipline that you do in theatre and you bring it to the film and TV world. I, I loved watching you on Outlander. <laughs> let's face it, uh, it I'm madly in love with that Je uh, that Jamie guy and I just want him to know that so okay he, I'll tell him <laughs> that my next life he's going to be my lover I will tell him I promise if anyone has ever not had the opportunity to watch Outlander I know you're in the fifth season just uh drool over Jamie because that's what I did so it, it, it was a different, what was that experience like for you? Because that's well, you know, it's, it's hard to go in and work and look at Sam all day. You know, I mean, Katrina must have such a horrible time. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, for me in a way, although it's a massive show, I actually know Sam from drama school. Oh. He was the year above me. So I got to go and work with someone familiar. The great thing about it was, you know, I got to go in, I got to do the read through um, and then we went up to shoot. It was actually quite crazy because it all got delayed because um, of snow. 
And um, but we we we'd met each other sort of myself and the other actors at the read through. So you get a little sense of sort of who people are. And the first day, I remember, I remember. Oh God, it was really embarrassing. We were doing all our stuff, and actually the camera wasn't on me until quite late. And they were using a lot of dry ice. And I suddenly just had this massive coughing fit. And you're in a corset and you can't catch your breath. <laughs> and I, I just couldn't, I could, <laughs> it was just there going, I couldn't like calm it down. And the director, bless her, was just like, do you want a lozenge? And I was like, yes, <laughs> So they were very sweet. And it was just reactions. I don't think I sort of did that much. I think the other thing about it was actually, I realized the script changed quite a lot from when I did the audition to when we actually shot. And there were a few little details that weren't in there that in my mind, I sort of kept as character, sort of as her attitude to things. And she's a real person, but there isn't an, an enormous amount of information about her. Um, sort of historically she actually existed. So I sort of spent some time kind of creating her. They, they're also very good at giving you kind of a bit of a, a breakdown about your character and how they see her. So you have some, something to kind of jump off from, which is great. What was the character's name? She was called Margaret Tryon, Lady Margaret Tryon. And her husband was the governor because they end up, I don't know. Yes, I guess it's Ed. I'm allowed to say this now. They go out to um, the New World and um, they're in this town, Wilmington, and he's the governor of the local area. Um, Yes, he he does make many changes in the lives of Jamie. Uh, Today was an interesting day. I just wanted to cut to this right now because we're working on a movie which is very fascinating about a book that was written, but we're not talking about the name yet. Is that correct? Yes. What was fascinating to me is how you took this part, which one would say, Oh, it's just a small part. You know, I don't really need to even work on it. I'll just go over it. And it's pretty, pretty easy, but you didn't choose that road. That's the important part to discuss. Why did you call me to do a private with you? on what we would think was a small road, a small part, a small role. Because I've seen the difference it makes in other people as well. And I feel more, certainly for me, I feel, I feel like, A, it's fun. You get to, you know, without building up my part, If I'm going to play a character, I want to know who the character is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to know where she comes from, what she's thinking, why she's here, you know, what she's doing, what she, what sort of motivates her, why she has to be doing the thing that she's doing at that particular moment. Um, and I just, I, you have been, it's been a bit, the, the, the pandemic has been an, horrific thing but it's also been an amazing thing for me because I've been able to come into class again via zoom which I wouldn't have had the chance to do and yes I can create with you sort of here and there as and when I have a job but it's not the same thing as doing it just week after week after week and and rediscovering my love for it exactly you know I I feel so blessed being in class I feel that I should pay all my students because 
that you made <laughs> such a, a, a wonderful experience of watching such so much talent in that class, isn't it? That's the thing. It's it's just it's not just about getting up and doing it yourself. It's about watching everyone else and the amazing stuff that they can create too. Yeah, I, I, what I what I love is that the class has changed from oh, let's just do an audition, let's do cold readings to warm readings to really loving creating. As we're doing a play this month, I mean, that's a fun experience. I mean, August. Yeah, so much fun. It's a fun, fun play. But what I know, what I think it, it's become, which is what I'm hoping that all actors that are listening to this will realize the most important thing is curiosity. Completely. And one of the amazing things I think about doing the play was that I hadn't read it before. And I know normally when you get an audition or a job, you have to go and read it because you need to do your research. Yes, August Osage. It is. <laughs> August Osage County, which is, and I'm ashamed to admit, but I hadn't read or seen it. Oh. And doing it in class, but having never read it, doing it as a frozen piece. And literally hearing and saying words for the first time, the visceral reaction that I felt, especially as I got to read the very final slice, <laughs> I was just in shock. It's brutal. Yeah. But it's amazing to have experienced that because really what we're doing, whether we're filming or playing on a stage, is you're creating a moment as though it's happening for the first time. Exactly. Every time. So whether you do it 500 times once, whatever, to be able to actually have somebody say those words to me and, okay, it wasn't the most developed version of that character ever that, you know, because it's on the spot, but just having that sort of gut instinct, that reaction was something that you don't normally get to experience, and I'm really grateful. Yeah, I just find that when we do in class a frozen read, and for those people who don't know what that is, it's having never seen the slice of life, the scene, and we pick it up and two people do it, and we all have the best time because our expectations are low. We don't feel like no one, and there's no judgment. We don't feel that we're bad or good. We just love having fun with it. And because you're using the Haber phrasing, which is part of what I teach, then you're not worried about the lines or doing well. This is one of the few times we've actually taken a play from the beginning to end, had everyone in the class read it. And the joy that came out and the instinctual reactions because people were listening. Yeah. And they were enjoying discovering more about the characters without even working on it. I think that's where you have to start. And then yeah. you can develop it later. Yeah, completely. And I think that's that's the wonderful thing about doing the Frozens. And and as and you do it as well when we you create. I remember sort of being in the room in class with you and, and one of your big things is always about saying things out loud as well. And and the other person's what the other person says. So it's different obviously hearing someone else saying it and saying it aloud, but it is still that thing about getting it physically out instead of just reading it off a page because I think your reactions to something that's more physically spoken whether you're saying it or whether someone else is saying it as opposed to just reading off the page are completely different and it it kind of it will sit in you more yeah what I say is don't rehearse it out loud but read it no. for yourself 
Because when I read it for me, then what happens is all sorts of interesting things occur because I talk out loud anyway to myself. <laughs> Especially when I'm 110, I'm, I talk out loud. I also answer myself now. So, so you feel like this has helped you in your auditioning and your shooting and everything that we're doing in class? So much. Like, I think the difference is, is phenomenal. I know it's been a while since I had been in class, but I've been able to, I did that refresher with you in London last year. And even sort of through the time, because I've been working, um, there was always an opportunity to sort of try and employ it. And, and also the very fact of working, I think, makes you a little bit more, helps your confidence. It absolutely does. So then you sort of, then, then you're also less scared to take risks, I think. You're like, well, I'm here and I can risk this. Exactly. If you listen to my dog, Georgie, he's all excited to see you on camera. <laughs> That's Melanie, my favorite actor of Margie's. Hi, <laughs> um, I'd love to end this by, by maybe uh, asking you, what would you, what suggestions could you give actors that could help them find their power? in this business? That's an interesting one. I think it's probably not trying to please. Mm. And as hard as that sounds, one of the best bits of advice I got working on a play with a director, and it helped me so much going through into auditions, and also from another actress I worked with who does a very similar thing sort of to you. She's like, just do, you do your work. And he's the same. He, we, we did, we worked this play together. He directed and he said, we had a, an actress in it who hadn't been acting for very long. And he sort of got us all together and said, look, I'm going to spend the next few weeks with you helping, helping sort of create this whole thing. I'm going to try and help you make the most interesting choices. And I know that's like a much more conscious thing than, than the work that you do, but whatever, whatever your approach is. And I love Margie's approach, which is the creation. You spend your time and you create it and then you give it to the audience or to the person you're auditioning for. And you hope that they like it and they might not. And that's okay. And that's okay, because okay. I guess from the way that I could end it by saying is that I don't do this for, <clears throat> I don't do this to be uh, loved. I do this because I love doing it. And by knowing that once I've created, I let it go and be present. I want to be living in the unknown. I want that to happen. So I feel like you have to create it. I mean, people think, oh, Marge just wants you to be present. Absolutely not. Create it, but let it go. Yeah. And you kind of do that every time. Every, actually, every week when you come to class, it's always a joy. Oh, I'm so thankful I got to work on this, we won't say title, new movie that you booked. Congratulations. <laughs> That's going to be a very exciting film. That's all I can say about it. Uh, but it was so much fun creating this life with you. And it, it's, isn't that it, though? Isn't it? It's the fun. Mm -hmm. sure. I think that's it as well. I think you've got to think of it as fun and not about getting it right. It's got to be fun. Let it go. Love you, Dong. Thank you. I hope you all enjoyed the podcast as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. 
If you would like to explore more of my philosophy and the studio, please check out my website, margiehaber.com. Stay tuned for the next Slice of Life.